say, but must also have found a way of saying it which expresses the difference in what he is saying. It's a demanding challenge. These poets meet it. Each poet also succeeds in the almost mystical weaving of words that connects us to the auditory imagination, Eliot's insight of genius. It is the feeling for syllable and rhythm, invigorating every word, sinking to the most primitive and forgotten, returning to an origin and bringing something back, fusing the most ancient and most civilized mentalities. The sense of sound, and what Robert Frost described as the sound of sense, is lost unless we hear it. Increasingly, our inner ear is failing and an entire sound archive, from which great poetry was not only created, but appreciated and understood, is fading away. For centuries, this inner ear was trained through the speaking of poetry aloud, the oral tradition, not a discipline, but a voluptuous joy. It is a privilege of which many, particularly children, are now deprived. Hence our CD. W.H. Auden is read by Rafe Fiennes, T.S. Eliot by Edward Fox, Ian McDiarmid and Helen McCrory, Emily Dickinson by Juliet Stevenson, Rudyard Kipling by Roger Moore, Philip Larkin by Harold Pinter, Marianne Moore by Elizabeth McGovern, Sylvia Plath by Harriet Walter, and W.B. Yeats by Sinead Cusack, Bob Geldof, Gray Gary and Rupert Graves. Great voices speaking great lines. They not only love the poetry itself, they have, by instinct and training, an understanding of tone, rhythm and phrasing as they sound out each poem. In that sounding out, it's possible to enter the kingdom of poetry. And after that, it's up to you. W. H. Auden, Truth out of time. How did Auden become a poet? This is his description. One Sunday afternoon in March 1922, a school friend casually asked me if I wrote poetry. I, who had never written a line or even read one with pleasure, decided at that moment that poetry was my vocation. Just like that. And therein lies the mystery of Auden. Art and will conjoined, fame and success followed. Poems, published in 1930 by Faber and Geyer, made his name, and quickly. Poetry, he once wrote, is memorable speech. His poems contain some of the most succinct, elegant and unforgettable lines in literature. His psychological and philosophical insights into the workings of time, the nature of love, of isolation, the ethical choices of the state and the individual, sear themselves into our consciousness. Born in York in 1922 into a middle-class professional family, Winston Hugh Auden became an Anglo-Catholic communist and volunteered to fight in Spain in the Civil War. However, prior to World War II, he left England for which he was much criticised. In fact, he volunteered in America and was turned down. Auden was a hugely disorganised man, yet his working hours were monastically disciplined. 
A homosexual, he married Thomas Mann's daughter Erica, who'd been declared an enemy of the Nazi state, to provide her with a passport. Delighted, he said. He believed that his dominant faculties were intellect and intuition, his weak ones, feeling and sensation. Yet he wrote one of the loveliest lyrics in the language. Lay your sleeping head, my love, human on my faithless arm. An independent man, he nevertheless, even in his forties, feared loneliness. The poetry of such a man should confuse. In fact, it has powerful simplicity. It is his pursuit of truth that gives his poetry its moral tone. His poems sound a warning bell. We must love one another or die. To the poems. Auden claimed that when I find myself in the company of scientists, I feel like a shabby curate who has strayed by mistake into a drawing room full of dukes. However, Auden uses language forensically and to the same purpose as the scientist, the revelation of truth. In Musée des Beaux-Arts, the ship in Bruegel's painting Icarus, witness the fall, the white legs disappearing into the green water, yet sailed calmly on. In As I Walked Out One Evening, the poet reminds us, in headaches and in worry, vaguely life leaks away, and time will have his fancy, tomorrow or today. In Song of the Devil, contempt for man's ego and vanity drips from every mocking phrase. The three following poems are gentler, but never soft. It's not his style. Of Oh, Tell Me the Truth About Love, Auden said, For me personally, it was a very important poem. It's amazing how prophetic these things can be, because it was just after that that I met the person who did really change things for me completely. In the poem In Memory of W.B. Yeats, Auden writes of his fellow poet, whom Mad Ireland hurt into poetry, who had disappeared in the dead of winter. What instruments we have agree, the day of his death was a dark, cold day. Another line is equally appropriate to Auden. His gift survived it all. Now to the poems. Musée de Beaux-Arts. About suffering, they were never wrong, the old masters. How well they understood its human position, how it takes place while someone else is eating or opening a window or just walking dully along. How, when the aged are reverently, passionately waiting for the miraculous birth, there always must be children who did not specially want it to happen, skating on a pond at the edge of the wood. They never forgot that even the dreadful martyrdom must run its course anyhow in a corner, some untidy spot where the dogs go on with their doggy life and the torturer's horse scratches its innocent behind on a tree. In Bruegel's Icarus, for instance, how everything turns away quite leisurely from the disaster the ploughman may have heard the splash, 
the forsaken cry, but for him it was not an important failure. The sun shone as it had to on the white lakes disappearing into the green water, and the expensive, delicate ship that must have seen something amazing, a boy falling out of the sky, had somewhere to get to and sailed calmly on. As I walked out one evening, walking down Bristol Street, the crowds upon the pavement were fields of harvest wheat, and down by the brimming river I heard a lover sing under an arch of the railway, Love has no ending. I'll love you, dear, I'll love you, till China and Africa meet, and the river jumps over the mountain, and the salmon sing in the street. I'll love you till the ocean is folded and hung up to dry, and the seven stars go squawking like geese about the sky. The years shall run like rabbits, for in my arms I hold a flower of the ages and the first love of the world. But all the clocks in the city began to whir and chime. Oh, let not time deceive you. You cannot conquer time. In the burrows of the nightmare where justice naked is, time watches from the shadow and coughs when you would kiss. In headaches and in worry, vaguely life leaps away, and time will have its fancy tomorrow or today. Into many a green valley drifts the appalling snow. Time breaks the threaded dances and the diver's brilliant bow. Oh, plunge your hands in water. Plunge them in up to the wrist. Stare, stare in the basin and wonder what you've missed. The glacier knocks in the cupboard, the desert sighs in the bed, and the crack in the teacup opens a lane to the...